When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to another episode of Audio Judo, a very special episode. Uh, We will be welcoming indie recording artists from Albuquerque, St. Petersburg to promote their new record, Cardinal Sun. Yeah, it's a a fantastic album. If you have the opportunity, listen, uh, that's your homework for this episode. If you haven't already done it, go listen to it. It's on iTunes. It's on Spotify. We'll have links in our show notes. Right. If you want to... Uh, go to their website and download it. Their website is stpetersburgabq.com and you can start there or Spotify or any of your other music selection places. So we were uh, lucky enough to get to do uh, uh, an interview with two members of the band, uh, Sloan Armitage, who does uh, vocals and guitar, and uh, Julian Martinez, who does uh, guitar, uh, pedal steel guitar, keyboards, backing vocals, and I think a few other instruments as well. Yeah. That I didn't write down. Well, that's all right. Yeah. I guess first up, here's uh, the other cool thing we get to do in this episode. Since we, uh, since Matthew knows the band, you actually get to hear some of their tracks. That's right. We got permission to play their tracks in our episode. So you'll hear a bit of that. Uh, something that uh, Kyle and I had talked about was bringing new music to people that might not have an opportunity to listen to it for whatever reason. So one of the things that I found is with the the rise of digital music is how much music there is now. But the flip side of that is how much bad music there is now and how difficult it is to find something that you like because you have to weed through a lot of garbage. So one of our goals was to find uh, new and interesting music and bring it to you guys so you have a chance to listen to it that you might not otherwise hear. And this is one of those bands that I feel needs to be heard by a, a larger group of people than maybe they're getting the opportunity to. They absolutely do. This album is fantastic. You know, when you first were like, oh, I've got these friends from Albuquerque who are putting together this band. I was like, oh, shit. Because <clears throat> every time in my past when somebody's been like, you know, hey, I've got these friends with a band. You, you should listen to them. I'm like, yeah, sure. And then it's just this, you know, sophomoric you know, just, I don't want to say garbage, but a lot of it is garbage, (laughs) but these guys are fantastic. Uh, They, they sound great. Uh, You know, we talk a little bit in the interview about how they very much have a a sound that's influenced by eighties and early nineties music, but it feels modern. It feels like something you're listening to today on the radio or wherever. It's great. Mm -hmm. So without further ado, We will uh, give you the interview. This is Sloan Armitage and Julian Martinez from St. Petersburg promoting their new album, Cardinal Sun. We are joined today by uh, Sloan Armitage and Julian Martinez from the Albuquerque-based independent uh, recording artist St. Petersburg. And and first of all, I just want to thank you guys so much for joining us tonight. Uh, Oh, thank you guys. Yeah, man. Thanks. We're happy to have you here. So... Uh, first off, uh, give us a little background on the, like the origin of the band name, uh, St. Petersburg, like, um, where'd that come from? Is that, um, that, that came from, a, a friend that was visiting, uh, visiting, uh, uh, Russia, St. Petersburg, Russia, and we couldn't find a name 
to name a group. So <laughs> we just thought, yeah, we, I, we ha- I have the hardest trouble trying to come up with a good band name, and I still do. We came up with that one just to have something to kind of get through to find something better, but nothing ever came better. So I just <laughs> kept, kept it. Huh? But I mean, I know it stirs people up. But yeah, I, I mean, I'm I'm always clear when people ask me because you know people I run into they ask, well, what's the name mean? You know, and the only thing I've ever heard from Sloan definitively is that um, yeah, it's St. Petersburg, Russia. So and uh, not Florida. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. And uh, yeah, so and it, you know, it's 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 funny to me too that uh, you know now that I'm in the band and we have music online and you go search for St. Petersburg where, you know, the St. Petersburg orchestra is actually before us. Yes, so it, just it comes up quite frequently. Yes, it does. <laughs> and so. It, so Sloan, you're the, uh, uh, vocalist and guitarist or. Yeah. The, uh, vocalist and, uh, guitar player. Excellent. And Julian, you kind of like, like a multi-instrumentalist, correct? Yeah. Multi-instrumentalist. Um, I mean, I play, you know, rhythm and lead. Well, Sloan and I both kind of share rhythm and lead throughout the record. Um, Sloan's the songwriter of the band. Uh, he's the front man. And, uh, you know, I helped him produce the songs and kind of recreate the songs. And, you know, we worked together to, you know, just make the songs as, uh, as good as they can be. Sloan basically, you know, he's pretty prolific as a singer songwriter um out here in in new mexico and plays quite a bit out by himself so just you know either acoustic or electric and singing and so the songs are you know kind of folk songs and to turn them into a rock band you know you have to think about how to piece it together and create the orchestra and that's kind of where i've i've come in you know sure sure how long have you guys uh, been together, like as a as a unit? About uh, since 2016. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About May of 2016 is when I joined the the project. Um, the project was actually uh, this version of Saint Petersburg, which is, I mean, I don't know, Sloan. How many other like uh, versions of this band have you had? Two, um, one, two. Probably uh, exchange of drummers, at least. Yeah, at least yeah. two more drummers. Um, so yeah, like Sloan, you know, St. Petersburg for all intents and purposes is, uh, Sloan, um, they're his songs and, uh, he's had, you know, other members in his band that have played with him. Um, and then it, uh, kind of didn't exist for a little while. And one of my like old bandmates and one of my best friends, Ryan Martino, who actually plays bass on the record and, and helped us, uh, you know, record the record and produce it and, you know, helped us mix it and, you know, did tons of engineering and stuff, uh, you know, assisted me with engineering and recording and stuff. Um, saw Sloan out and was like, you got, we, we got to do something, you know, like you can't, you got to do something with your, with your music. And so they kind of hooked up and Ryan knew a drummer uh, that could get involved and his name was, or is, Joe, Joe Wilson. And then, uh, shortly after they rehearsed, you know, um, for, you know, a, a few times, maybe a couple of months, uh, Ryan gave me a call and I guess, you know, I, I don't know what exactly happened, but he probably like talked to you guys. I have someone. Oh yeah. We're know. looking for a, mm-hmm. a yeah. keyboard player. Yeah. And, and he's all, Ryan said, yeah, I know a guy, man, Jules. That's great. Yeah. We uh, practiced, and right then I knew I knew I had to have Jules. It was like, I mean, you can hear it in the album. So I mean, with all the still pedal and um, oh yeah, I was I was actually I was going to talk about that. That uh, like when we uh, we searching out new music, you know, one of the things, one of the drawbacks that I've that I've heard recently over the last well, recently, I want to say ten years, is uh, you find a find a band that you like or a sound that you like, and you listen to their whole record, and you find that every song sounds like the one song that you like that kind of drew you in. It has this really same quality to it. And that's what I love about this record is that there, every song has a very unique and different sound from the one before it. And like, especially love uh, the vocal harmony work is awesome. And I know I heard uh, some pedal steel, like lap steel guitar probably in there somewhere. Yeah, pedal, pedal steel. Yes. And then is that a xylophone or a vibraphone at, in walk? 
Um, it, it's actually a glockenspiel. Oh, okay. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And I just, I love that there's like, it's a, you know, it's a discovery because you're never quite sure what the next song's going to hold. I mean, and that's why multiple listens, it, like there's layering and uh, I just love listening to it. It's great. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, well, hopefully it, it you know, I, it sounds like us, whatever it is. And that's always been my my kind of aim in, in music because the Beatles were such a huge influence, you know, on my childhood and growing up and continue to be, you know, a musical discovery for me. I don't understand how they can still do that in my life, but or provide that in my life. But, you know, you, you take the Beatles and they play everything uh, mm-hmm. in, in terms of genre, right? Right. And But it's still the Beatles, right? And so hopefully, you know, when we're kind of just navigating through different genres uh, that are exploring different genres that we're still us, you know, uh, I don't know as, as a listener, I guess that's a question for you. Uh, that's kind of like, I grew up um, as a huge uh, British progressive rock fan because I'm late forties. So a lot of uh, Genesis, uh, yes, all that kind of older stuff. But my guilty pleasure was uh, new wave and eighties alternative stuff. So I'd like to kind of seek that out kind of maybe unconsciously. I think I'm seeking it out. And uh, what I, this, the record sounds, it it has that vibe to it, but with a a 21st century kind of sensibility, like the, the production's a lot better. It sounds a lot better in general. I think it was, it just has a sound and you're, and slowing your voice. Like I can't quite place it. There's a little, Peter Murphy in there and some other stuff in there that, that I love to listen yeah. to. So yeah, that's, so it would, it definitely, you know, it caught my ear right away and I'm like, Oh, like right from the, the, right from the sweet, Zan, uh, sweet sand, sweet sand like the very beginning, I'm like, Oh, I'm going to love this record. That, like right away. That's exactly how oh, I felt cool. too. And especially just like the first time I listened to it, it sounds very familiar but it's all new and it's all like, there's kind of a, I don't even know quite how to describe this. It's a, a feeling of something that, you know, it's, I guess, familiar. Like I just said, it's, it's very familiar, but it's new and it's, it sounds like something that would be, uh, you know, you'd hear on the radio today. I mean, it's fantastic. I love the whole thing. More of a refresh version or interpret interpretation i guess i don't know yeah that's a good way to put it it's sort of a, a like a modern interpretation uh, of uh like an 80s or early 90s kind of a sound no i can hear that too i mean there's yeah like city life is so it's so um yeah it just sounds very british kind of a rock english kind of a, a blues song yeah
the whole album just we're trying to create a vibe to it and a theme like like every song would flow into each song that's actually a question i I had written down that i was going to ask you guys is what i found fantastic about the album and matthew and i talk about this a lot is how nobody puts albums together anymore they just do you know because of itunes and because of uh you know the internet everybody puts together like three or four songs and then just whatever else they have to kind of round it out. So people feel like they're, they're buying something when they buy the album and, you know, listening to Cardinal Sun, it's, it's got, it's like an old classic rock album. It's got eight tracks, which is like the most common number on old rock albums. It's like right around 40 minutes, which was the most common time because of the recording ability of, you know, vinyl, you know, exactly. it's got that introduction track, which is fantastic. And you never see that anymore. Uh, you know, it's got, and it, it even kind of sounds like it would be perfect on vinyl because it's the first four tracks kind of build up and then there's a little bit of an ending and then it picks up again on the B side. Like it's when you it's, guys were putting it together, did you, I mean, like Matthew said, yeah. it's, it's, was that intentional? I mean, I assume obviously it was, but yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, it was intentionally. It's very arrangement of it. Yeah. yeah. The arrangement, the 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 length, um, the song order, the track order—you know—all um, of it is designed to be on a vinyl record, which you know it's it's uh, planned to to be on vinyl. Hopefully, in a, you know two to three months. I mean, it takes a while for this stuff to get manufactured. We just haven't settled on you know the company to do it. So um, it's it's very expensive to press vinyl too, especially as an unknown band. Yeah. That, you know, we don't know if we're going to sell 300 records, 100 records, 1,000 records. And, you know, it's it's quite an investment to, you know, just just get 100 records pressed, you know. Yeah, you don't want to print 1,000 records and have yeah, I mean, 500 records just sitting there. <laughs> sitting in grandma's closet, huh? I have boxes <laughs> of all my old band's records, okay. yeah. <laughs> well, good Christmas presents, you know, for years to come. Oh, definitely. <laughs> so then, uh, is Cardinal Sun like? I know you guys had that uh, the what, Agua Fria sessions, that EP that was released what before this. Yeah. Um, so is is this a set of songs that that you've been working on for a long period of time, or is it like like you know with uh, with bands that are putting their first like LP out? It's usually songs they've been sitting around for for a while and been working on. Yeah, we could have we'll have Sloan kind of answer first because he's you know been working on these songs for a while and then I'll kind of finish up uh, after he you know kind of tells us like when because I I actually don't even know like how old these songs are for him I just know how old they are for me. Um, let's see. Um, well, City Life, City Life's an older song. City Life in a Sweet Sand, those songs were a little bit older. The the newer ones are like Walk Out and Cardinal Sun. Uh, Stormy Hearts is uh, pretty new. Yeah, so like uh, the older songs that Sloan's talking about, City Life, and those were songs before we were this you know iteration of the band existed. They were hit you know his songs before this this current lineup existed. Sure. And then yeah, I mean I, I wrote a bunch of songs after um, after my uh, my father passed away. Which would be, you know, I just wrote a bunch of songs trying to, trying to, you know, vent myself. And uh, Cardinal Song was one of them, which, uh, you know, it, which was cool. And and or actually, it was also kind of a uh, torturous too. But uh, the song, you know, when you're feeling really in a dark place, something something of light can come out of something and be something uh, a piece of art. That was not intentionally. It was it just kind of came out. Which was you know, I always treasure that song a lot. And that's what is the title to the album is a uh, Cardinal song. Yeah. Very important song that that was, that was a tune that just came together so quick as a group. Um, immediately I heard the pedal steel, you know, I mean, that was, was just a gorgeous song on its own, just guitar and voice. Right. But hearing it and, you know, writing that together as a band and writing walk out together as a band. And like that really started to solidify not only the band, but the record and like, that we could actually write good songs together, mm-hmm. you know, because, you know, you, you know, they asked me to join the band. I was the last person to join the band. Um, at least the players that are on the record and, um, they come to me with these songs that they have, right. And they're Sloan songs. And so I learned them and, you know, I 
give suggestions about, you know, how it should be or maybe change the key or, you know, the time or, you know, whatever. And I add my parts, right? But to actually, like, write songs together as a band, which is where the uh, that that's where the Agua Fria session spawns. So we had already written all the songs for the record together, either the new songs, um, the old songs reworked for the record, recorded them, mixed them, and then kind of just shelved it because we weren't totally happy with it. But we wanted to put something out. We knew we were going to put out a record eventually. And so we wanted to put something out into the world. And what was the easiest was to kind of, you know, set up in my studio where we are now talking with you and set up some cameras and record the audio and, you know, play some new fresh songs that we had just written Mm-hmm. And then a couple of old ones peppered in there. And, um, and you know, that literally we we decided that last winter, you know, like we set a date, we'll do it, you know, on this Sunday. And literally, you know, a, a couple weeks later, it was out in the world. You know, we showed up at my house, played live, hung over as hell. <laughs> <laughs> Did you true. record live? <laughs> yeah, totally recorded live, mixed, um, you know, that following week. Joe Wilson, you know, he's a he, you know, works in film as well, and and uh, you know he edited he edited the the video, I edited the audio, and it was out and up videos on YouTube, and and the music was out, you know, on Spotify and Apple Music, you know, like cool that quick. It, that's how quick it hap- that happened, and and the record is almost you know it's it took us what two and a half years to from when we started recording it to when it came out. Yeah, it, uh, recording it, it didn't take long. It just took long no. to get it done. Or like we yeah. kept mixing it. I mean, we wanted something, try to get something that was close to perfection. Or I mean, if we're going to do something, might as well do it right. Or Yeah, exactly. Right? Um, oh, the production sparkles. It's I mean, it sounds fantastic. Yeah. Like audio in headphones and everywhere. Car stereo, it doesn't matter. It sounds really, really good. Oh, man, thanks. And then we're still writing new songs too. I mean, we got uh, on the Augur Free Sessions, we have... Um, Make You Mine, which is a pretty nice little catchy song, and Surfer Girl. Yeah, those will be on our next release, yeah, uh, like official like a, release, which should happen fairly soon. I mean, we're you know we have six, seven new songs, and oh wow, um, yeah. I mean, we're we're so thrilled to have this record out and have it. You know, it, it's not being put behind us in any way, shape, or form. I mean, we're still learning how to play these songs better live. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that happened in the studio that kind of construct the way that we arranged and constructed the songs, and and then when we had Jack Atlantis mix it, um, you know, he created some cool stuff. You know, just editing, like moving stuff around or like copying stuff and adding it later, and you know, like effects and stuff that we can now recreate as a live band, and you know, and relearning that stuff has just been really a joy and then to be able to pull it off and like perform live and have it sound very similar to the record, but you know, it's, it's raw and it's us still playing, you know, natural, um, you know, natural music. Uh, it's, it's cool, you know, so it's no, in, nowhere in the least like behind us. It's, it's out in the world now, thankfully. And, and we have a ton more songs to, to, you know, give to the world. So we're ready to do that. And, you know, working hard at it and, you know, working towards putting something out, you know, hopefully by the beginning of next year, you know, I mean, we'll see how it plays out. That's so cool because so many bands, you know, when they record or whatever, they, they have so many tracks that they take and they, they record them while they're, you know, in session and then they just, they, they disappear. They disappear forever or, you know, disappear for years until somebody finds them in the bottom of a trunk or something. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Well, we're not we're not that prolific <laughs> that we can just throw songs away. <laughs> you talk about uh, a little bit about the what the music scene is like in Albuquerque these days because I know that you had a couple other bands on your your uh, your album launch party. Like, what's what's the scene like? Yeah, down there. Well, you know, Albuquerque for me, I I grew up in Albuquerque. Sloan, um, you know, I don't know, I you know, he's been there and away and back and, you know, but I, I spent a lot of time actually doing pretty big projects in Albuquerque. And, you know, since I was in high school, like literally like, you know, 20, what, 
20, almost 30 years ago, you know, literally. That's how old I am. That's how old we are, Sloan. <laughs> that's about, that's how old I am too, so all right. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Sloan, Sloan just told me to hush. So, um, button, button it up. We can, we can to, cut that mom, right mom's out. The, mom's, the, mom's the word. Um, so, you know, it's like growing up, the scene was pretty vibrant. Like when I was in high school, lots of bigger bands touring through town. I had, the you know, like so many great opportunities as like a young, like a teenager in a shitty rock band to like open up for some cool bands, right? <laughs> And um, and then to also see like some of my favorite bands still playing in such small venues. So there was always quite a scene in, in Albuquerque, like, you know, indie rock bands coming through and playing to, you know, two, three hundred people, you know, maybe, you know, their next tour, a mid-level, like, you know, thousand to three thousand seat, you know, theater and then on to like bigger stages. Right. And um so that's been kind of happening in Albuquerque for a while. Great music scene, good support, and then Santa Fe is a different story. You know, kind of more affluent. Mm-hmm. Um, so, if um, people listening to this want to find out where you're playing, how would they track you down? You have a website and social media and stuff like that. Yeah, social media. You know, we have an Instagram, cool. we have a, a Facebook, and then our website is kind of. That to me would be the best place to look, and it's uh, Saint Petersburg ABQ dot com. Yeah, and uh, you know what? I I should check all this stuff. I <laughs> apologize <laughs> for not like being prepared because we, 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 like, we go there. Like, all this guy was bullshit. We're never <laughs> not prepared. I'm mid forties, and I don't give a shit about social media. Social so. media. I don't know what my problem how do, how is with I, this stuff. I just I have such how do I send a Twitter. I don't. Uh, I don't know. What I know. <laughs> no, it's oh, called oh, a tweet. Oh, tweet. Sorry, man. It's called a tweet. <laughs> I haven't. I haven't done a single tweet oh, at man. all. Not one. But that's okay though. So uh, back to um, uh, oh, web, yeah, yeah. web addresses, Facebook, Instagram, and all that. So officially. Our website is stpetersburgabq.com. Okay. Um, our Instagram is, uh, well, it just went away, <laughs> didn't it? Uh, St. Petersburg Music uh, is okay. the Instagram, or as the kids, cool kids say, <laughs> IG. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm learning. And uh, the Facebook is uh, St. Petersburg okay. Band. So I guess to wrap this up, is, is there anybody you guys want to acknowledge? Well, while you've got, uh, while you've got, you know, some broadcast here going on, is there anybody you guys want to thank or acknowledge? Or no, oh, absolutely. Um, thanking Sloan for writing such beautiful songs. Um, I mean, songs that really inspired me to want to be a part of. You know, I mean that's. You know, having having a partner in music, in, in art, and in creating um, art, you know, to, to be inspired by someone and to, like, fall in love with, you know, someone's creativity and, 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 and thought process and, and, you know, and beyond that. And he's just, you know, one of the sweetest, most sensitive, beautiful man creatures. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, there's definitely a love affair there, you know, for me. Um, and you know, Joe is just a rock and, you know, it, it just everyone in the band is just so kind and solid. Um, one person, one key person we didn't bring up yet in our conversation is our new Harlan. bassist, uh, Harlan, Harlan Brown Shackley. Um, or is it Shakely? <laughs> Shakely or uh, damn it. Uh, we just call him our Harlem Harlem Knights, huh? And he's a f- Come on. and he's a goddamn rock, and uh, he's just you know he just fit in perfectly when Ryan Martino uh, had to move on, and he had another project. So you know, beyond Sloan and Joe and Harlan, who make up St. Petersburg, it's you know Ryan Martino for bringing us together and playing bass and working tirelessly on the record. 
And then also, Jack Atlantis, yeah, Jack of course. Um, and Ryan. You know, who mixed the record and also worked tirelessly, um, you know, for, like, almost for free. <laughs> you know, oh, wow. it's like, in the end, you know, I mean, we paid him, like, so long. He was really happy too, with the project. And, I mean, he wanted to be part of it. And he just, just kept doing more and more and more and didn't ask for anything. And, like, he just fell in love with it, too. And, and you know, it, it definitely came through in the mixing and, and the final production of the record. And, you know, it's like that's all you can ask for. You know, like someone to – everyone that works on this project or that has had, had their hand in the project, like, is in love with it and believes in it and – it feels right. It feels good. It's very touching. And uh, hopefully, you know, it carries on to the listener. Um, I don't care <laughs> at this point. <laughs> you know, I mean, I do and I don't. You know, I just have to let it go. You know, I we have to let let it go. It's out in the world now and it's going to do whatever it does. And, you know, hopefully we you know, are smart enough to uh, and savvy enough to put it in the right places. <laughs> You know. Also, uh, just out of curiosity, what what uh, what songs did you guys like on the album? I mean, there's a lot of uh, short songs, but there there's a lot of epic songs too. I loved all of them. Oh, did you really? Oh man, I loved oh, them all. Me. Yeah, I mean, w- I was listening to it on the way into work today, and uh, it's been my uh, go-to record to drive home from work to. Boy, that's horrible. <laughs> that's English, cool, man. But, oh, but I've listened to it. Uh, Constantly, and uh, "Alive She Cried" is is one of my favorite songs on the record. Just, oh, she cried. just the build, oh, cool. yeah, a lot of people like that. Is oh, yeah. fantastic. I think "Cardinal Sun" was my favorite out of all of them. They're all great, but I think that "Cardinal Sun" stood out to me. Just the, even on the first listen through, I was like, "That song is fantastic." <laughs> yeah, those are those are two songs that Julian plays still pedal on now. No, "Alive She Cried" literally has made me, you know, shed a tear. <laughs> Yeah, that's a hard song. Early on, and like even now, it's like sometimes I listen to that song and I'm like, (laughs) "It's a powerful song." Like it's like it's really really good. Thanks.
Listen, Sloan and Julian, thank you both so much. Yeah, thanks so much, guys, for having us. Thank you for yeah, being man. our uh, our first interview. Yeah, it's our pleasure. Like, uh, that's mine really, first thank too. You so much. <laughs> Actually, we, yeah, uh, and thank you for staying up so late too. Right. Yeah. Well, it's <laughs> it's fun. It's fun to do this. It's uh, it was great to have a reason to hang out with Sloan late at night um, and have him <laughs> up from Albuquerque. <laughs> You know, we don't do it enough. We we get together every Monday and rehearse and like, you know, the week goes by and we don't really see each other. And, you know, it's uh, it's really nice to to do this with Sloan and have him here and, you know, uh, hanging out with him. It's a great reason. So thanks for getting us together to do <laughs> sure. this with you. Um, Again, we and, were so grateful and and. And really, we we look forward to putting it together and and uh, promoting the hell out of the album. Yeah. Oh, awesome, man! Thank you so much, guys. Thank you, guys, so much. Julian here, Sloan. Hello. We're St. Petersburg, and you are now listening to Sweet San, San Verbana.
So there it is. There is our uh, our first interview, our first uh, phone live phone in interview with uh, Sleep St. Petersburg. Two yeah. of the two of the members of St. Petersburg. And that was uh, Sweet San Verbana, the second song off Cardinal Sun. Um, by all means, please take the opportunity to uh, hunt them down on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, and yes. go to their website. Listen to that. We'll we'll have a link to the record on uh, our page, um, to the Spotify link for the record. But listen, tell your friends, promote them. Uh, they're a band that deserves to be heard. I believe. Oh, I totally agree with you. And we're going to play one more uh, track for you um, as we uh, sign off. Uh, the next song you'll hear is called "Cardinal Sun," the title track off the record. And uh, please enjoy, and we will see you next time on Audio Judo. Some days are red, some days are black. In my many color ways and my many color days, I seem to lack, I seem to lack.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 